0: We are back. The Major League Journeymen hosted by none other than yours truly, Daniel Charles Gargan, alongside Dax McCarty, our illustrious all-star snub, and Alan Gordon, (laughs) who only got an invitation to the all-star game from me when we hosted the Gargs and Gordo show in Chicago a couple years ago, where actually we did have a run-in with you, Dax, and we had... um, we did a, we did an episode there in. We, uh, we, we should that? get
1: some we should get some footage of that. That was down by uh, the bean, right? That was by the bean in uh God am I already forgetting what it is that Hyde Park down there.
0: Hyde Park, yep. Uh, Millennium and Park, right? Is Millennium, Charles, yeah. Charles, who's
2: a real thing? I never knew that. Charles
0: Dan Charles Gargan. Charles, yes, Carlos Carlitos. That was a
1: that was a fun interview. You guys were uh, it seemed like you guys were pretty hungover. Was am I (laughs) accurate in that
0: statement? (laughs) (laughs) We were not in good state of mind that morning. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We had been through a bucket of coffee. I think. I did we meet you at like seven forty five? I mean, just an absolute airball on our end to schedule that that early.
1: Yeah, I don't know what time it was, but I know that I was kind of shocked at the bags under Gordo's eyes. I was like, "I'm always a little bit better
2: when I'm hungover." So, listen, I had a great performance. That's when I'm in my zone, dude. Like, I don't remember anything, but I'm I'm absolutely on fire when I'm a little bit the the, the perfect hungover. You know, we did we I did. Gotta, I gotta see each
1: other, Statman Jack just we pulled head-butted. up. um J- Statman Jack just pulled up a picture of you goons, Um and I think. In most of the bits you guys did, Gordo had sunglasses on the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely, we were trying. So we were trying. We were going around Chicago trying to get people to um, give us chest bumps. So people would see <laughs> us on the street, and and I threw out a tweet like early on, like, "Hey, if anybody sees me in the street, don't say hello. Just come up and chest bump me." And we had people like flying into us <laughs> from from all angles. It- Dude, it was it was actually pretty good. We got when we're down- on the beach. Yeah, had on the yeah, yeah that was good you remember that so we had we had people we were just asking people for their best cristiano ronaldo because it was against madrid and you know the rumor going around was was cristiano was uh was going to be there and, and show up and pop out of the middle of nowhere and so we had people doing their their best celebration their best cristiano so we had all kinds of like every walk of life would be like Who is Cristiano? Or to like, he's my icon. Looking, you know, that they would show us.
1: That was a. uh, That was best It was pretty good. That was a pretty fun All Star game. You guys remember anything else about it? You know, it was whoever scored, whoever like helped contribute to the equalizing goal against Real Madrid. No, no, I don't remember that.
0: Nope, nope, we didn't see any of that. Um, Maybe maybe maybe
1: Statman Jack can you know throw up a highlight of it. I don't know. It's not a big deal. It was some like small. Unathletic ginger guy flying through the box, heading the ball, probably should have scored against the post, but then Don was Dwyer Paul Sco-
0: Paul Skulls was there? What was he Paul doing S- there?
1: The poor man's Paul Scholes was the there. Poor man's, <laughs> Paul Scholes. Hey. poor man's Paul Scholes was there flying through to the see. air. It was so yeah. great. The poor man's Paul Skulls. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak from the third third person perspective here. He was uh he was in the box, and he was being looked at by all the Real Madrid players, and kind of like they were just kind of smirking, like, "Do we need to mark this guy? Do we need to, is this guy marked?" Like they were looking around, kind of like, "No, no, no, no." And then that's how most was,
0: MLS players looked at you too.
1: Exactly. But then when he's fl- <laughs> when he's flying through the air in slow motion, and he's like got like a three foot vertical, and he's like slam dunking the ball against the post, they're like, "All right, we probably should have marked that guy."
0: Ah, we missed that mark. Uh,
1: that was a. That was a. That was a. That was a I loved and hated that all-star game because I went in the second half. That was the closest actual game that I've ever played in that was just strictly a training exercise. It was 5v5 in the attacking half for our attacking players against Madrid's defensive players and then sure. on the other side of the field just uh their five or six best attacking players going against like five or six of our defenders and our midfielders. And so I I'm caught the in the midfield man. right in the middle of it and it was just the, the fact that there were not more goals scored in that game is a miracle. But yeah. I so, did get I'm absolutely trucked by Marcelo, um, and that guy he's he's a very he's strong awesome. human being. Yeah, dude, he's
0: awesome. He's been one of my favorite defenders. I ran for a into long him, time.
1: and my and my whole body went limp instantly. <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. I've never felt that in my life. That was fun. So we have time.
2: we have a self-proclaimed uh poor man's laton, yours truly. We got self-proclaimed poor man's false schools. I am really interested. I wanna dude, I wanna guess. Dax,
1: who do you think that the poor man Dan Gargan? Or the poor who, man Dan Gargan. Or the rich man Dan Gargan. Who yeah. is Who's Dan, the Dan rich Gargan? Man, the rich man Dan Gargan. I know you this. have an answer. That's why I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I God. You All right, Gordo, it. Gordo, do you have an answer? I need like I need like Walker.
2: 30. I think you're
1: gonna say Walker, Kyle Walker. Oh my God! Stop it. <laughs> He's going to look. <laughs> he can't. I can't. Look, he can't say yes. that. The poor man's Kyle Walker. He can't. Uh, no.
0: no, no, no. It's not a bad shout, though. I mean, if we're <laughs>
1: <out>. <laughs> in terms of pace,
0: <sighs> in terms of right. just pace, power, raw. I got one. I got one.
1: I got one. And this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a big compliment. Dan Gargan is the poor man's Danny Carvajal. I'll take that.
0: How do you like that? that?
1: How do you like Gordo? Do you even know who that is? I don't think Gordo no, he knows. He doesn't. Who that is. There's no chance for
2: <laughs> not, really
1: not. Absolutely. He's only not. like one of the most consistent right backs in the world the last like 15 years. He plays for that small team that we played against in the All Star game, Real Madrid. <laughs> You still don't know who Gordo, he is. That's Gord. I cool. was
0: ready to disagree just to disagree because, uh, no, but I, I don't <laughs> see any comparison. Guards,
1: you like that shout? That's a pretty good yeah, shout. No, I, right, give it to us. No, um, I don't.
0: I don't have a, a great comparison. I just have a uh, Bruce. Bruce told me one time um when we were going through contract negotiations, and he was like, "You know, I can." I can only make miracles so often, and you're Danny Gargan. You're not Danny Alves, okay? Danny. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, we should you sad. know what we should do? We should
1: do what we should do an episode in the future where all of us just go through the entire episode in a Bruce impression. <laughs> 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 maybe the episode maybe the episode we have Bruce on. All of us are just talking like Bruce. Just four Bruce's. Like yeah that just would be pretty good going back so
0: dax you played in that all-star game i'm going to dc tomorrow for uh for the game i'll be there for the skills competition and then against arsenal on wednesday night um are you you've played in this are you a fan of playing against uh a premiership team or a, a club or do you like the east coast west coast rivalry
1: Oh, uh, Dan, that's a great question, buddy. The problem with my answer is going to be that I have no context for the East-West thing. I right, used to you've love... you've seen it. You've seen yeah, it, you've watched I, I, I've it. I've so. seen it, I watched it. I thought it was cool, I thought it was fun. I, I think I prefer um, playing against the international team more just because if you have the East-West thing, like, that's cool, that's a cool spectacle, but, like, it doesn't mean anything, right? Like, I think for the MLB All-Star game, it's like, doesn't it mean something? Yeah. I don't, I'm pretty I don't sure it know. means something. So I don't yeah. know how, how you could Isn't realistically. What, home field advantage. I home think? field advantage for the World See, Series. That's which is cool. Big. What's up? <laughs> oh, Statman Jack. Thank you. So in 2014, I guess they cut that, that off. So it doesn't mean anything anymore. So that's for me, it's like the East West thing is cool. The only reason I would like that is because it would get more guys recognition. More guys would be able to be all-stars and I think Mm -hmm. that would be cool and it would also help some guys' pocketbooks with the all-star bonuses. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, But the games that I played in, I played in two all-star games, Real Madrid and Tottenham. Um, I I like that format because obviously, uh, you know, you, you get these big teams coming in and, you know, you tap into the audience and the fandom that a lot of these international teams have here in the U.S., the presence that they have here in the U.S. And I think that, that definitely spikes up interest a little bit more. Um, I think there's uh, there's a certain level of respect between both teams where uh, both teams know it's an exhibition game, right? I mean, you want to put on a show. You want to put on a spectacle. Um, but I, I look at like the NBA All-Star game and they switched up the format in the NBA All-Star game to make it, I think, a little bit more exciting. So right, it's captain's qu- picks, it right? Go- yep, and it goes quarter by quarter now, um, which is pretty cool format. It's a pretty cool process. But like, I used to watch the NBA All-Star game and it just went totally down the drain for me when these teams they wouldn't even try for until the last two minutes of the game right and it's like there's no defending i think with when you play an international team in the mls all-star game it's like hey we're gonna play hard but with respect we're not gonna kick each other right we're gonna put on a show it's gonna be a spectacle so i I like the format of the international competition do you guys gordo
2: yeah i mean i i you know i agree with a lot of things you're saying Dax. um i i just don't i don't think you can get it right I would like to see, I think the reason that we integrated a big team from Europe is where, where our league was back then. And we needed, we needed a big ticket. Plus, I don't think we had you know, enough quality. I mean, we had quality, but I don't think we had enough quality to, to fill two, two full rosters plus other guys. Um, and I, I say that with all due respect. Um, but I think our, our league is much more developed now. So I would like to see an East versus West. But like you said, there's there's a ton of examples on in every other. I don't know how hockey is. I don't think I've ever tuned in. I know they've got a good skills competition. But the game always just seems lackluster. So I think that I the game is going to be more quality against a big ticket, uh, you know, quality opponent uh, from Europe. But these guys, these teams are here all summer long now. They weren't back then. You know, you can, see, you can see Arsenal, you can see Man United, you can see Real Madrid. They're all playing here. They've done it the last, what, eight to 10 years. And so there's a lot of access to them. I just don't, I don't know if you can get it right. Um, so I don't, I don't mind where it is. Um, but for a lot of reasons, you said, Dax, recognition, pocketbooks, you'd like to see, you know, us field two teams against each other. That would be cool. I just don't know what the quality would look like.
0: You know, for me, I... Um... I, I liked originally the idea of, of the premiership side or or a club coming in. Um, but I also really think that the all-star game is a bunch of nonsense anyway, and it's for the fans and it's for fun. You know, It's, it's, such, a, it's did,
1: such an American thing, huh? It's, it's,
0: yeah. And nonsense is probably not the right way to describe it. it. It's just, it's not a game. So to what Gordo's saying, you you can't, I think it's tough for you to get it to what you want it to be. So then that leads me to say, like, lean into this idea that it is an all-star game and it is an exhibition and it's a spectacle and have fun with it. You know, I I, I would love to see more players from Major League Soccer on the field. I, to be honest, I really don't care about Arsenal and I don't care who's good for Arsenal. I want to see Major League Soccer players that have earned the opportunity to be in, named as an all-star. So for me if I would go back and, and redo it or going into it again, I did, you know what I did like, I did like the Liga MX all-stars versus us, uh, MLS all-stars. I thought that that was a cool concept. And I thought that there was some bite to the game because there is, there's a bit yeah. of pride to it. And, and, you know, like it, it takes the all-star level up, but it also gives, you know, a competitive nature to it. Whereas, when you bring in Arsenal, they're a set team, they're a set club, they're you know they're in the middle of their summer tour that's selling tickets, and that's what they're there for. They obviously got to get fit, but there's not the same responsibility that they have with with MLS and their All Stars because the All Stars want to get out of the game safe and healthy and back to their teams. That's meaningful. So I think there's a way to do it.
2: And it started in the skills competition, and it was really cool because the, the Liga MX players versus our players—they mm-hmm. were—they wanted to win. It, it looked, you know, it looked like right. it was competitive, and then it, it rolled over to your point to the, the, next the game. game. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think that's—I think that plays into a little bit more of like the fun nature of what an all-star game can provide. It was obviously beneficial for MLS to bring that back, right? Like we have one of our kids, one of our young goalkeepers. <clears throat> he's competing uh ben martino he's competing in goalie wars right Dude, and that that's sick. that's sick that's so cool it was all we could talk about in the locker room for like a week strategy watching mm-hmm. highlights videos mm-hmm. how much fun mm-hmm. it is like that's cool man and you know what they should bring back they should bring back an old school style shootout at the end of the game, if the if the All-Star game and Arsenal, if they're tied, bring back the old school style shootout. Go through a tutorial with the Arsenal players and the MLS guys and be like, this is how it's done. And if you guys are if you guys are tied at the end of regulation, this is what we're gonna do. But precky how fun, that doing
0: would be the ch- chopping the keeper?
1: <laughs> exactly. But that would like play into like the fun like nature and like kind of the it's kind of I think all-star games, right? Especially in soccer, it's kind of looked at as the in the rest of the world as like kind of a piss take, right? And like fans might kind of like make fun of it. Why don't you just play into it more? Be like, hey, mm-hmm. look at this. We're gonna accept that it is a wacky American thing that we do and right. we're gonna make it so fun you can't turn away. Right. Like that would be cool for me. I would really well, like to see them implement fun things like that.
0: Yeah, and I think what you're saying Gordo is and it's tough to get it right. I I we were not Major League Soccer was not there when they were doing the Eastern Western Conference battles in they didn't have the credibility that they have now. And I think that they can go they could go back to that and be creative with it and lean into this American construct of the all, All-Star game and Probably breathe some breathe some life back into those ideas the the things that you're talking about, Dax. And I would I would like to see that because I'd like to see more Major League Soccer players out there. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Dax, if you felt like there are players within the league that come to your mind right away that should be All Stars. Or or I love this
1: question. You'd want an All Star snub? Yeah. Yeah. So um, because. You were using dial-up in the last couple episodes, and you know we had to we had to kick you off uh, hosting duties. Which, you know, a, a lot of people in the, on the interwebs are talking about who's the better host, you or me. But I, yeah, we don't yeah. need to t- we don't need to talk about that right well, now. Well, there's that's a reason like,
0: I'm going to the All-Star game. It's for hosting this MLJ pod. So that's
1: that's neither here nor there. But um, <laughs> we talked about like our favorite number tens in MLS, and this uh-huh. is a huge All-Star snub for me. I this guy Ryan Gould for Vancouver. Uh Huge fan of this guy. Big fan of this guy. And his numbers back up the eye test with him being able to make that team tick. Um, Vanny Sartini, the guy who went on stage and sang a Nickelback song. I don't what? know if we ever talked about oh that, but we God. have we to talk, talk about, about that. that. Jack, yeah. we, have, hey. we have to talk about that. That is easily the top, a, a top three coolest <laughs> moment for a coach in MLS history, and I will, I will die on that hill. <laughs> it is Except abs- that
0: he's singing Nickelback? No, that's <laughs> even cooler. That's even cooler. I
1: love it. He was singing Rockstar, and it, his performance was absolutely fantastic. That's a top three cool moment in, for coaches in MLS history. But hey, Ryan hey, Gold
2: I'm cutting Dax off. This was another, you missed it. This was another great exercise where... Uh, Dax threw out this question, then he he gave all the answers to him. And then he's like, Who do you
1: got, Cordo?" <laughs> well, oh okay, so continue, I so continue. Continue. I gave it to you first and you said Ricky Pooj and then you I were like, we're All right. I'm gonna do like a back backup work. You said you said Ricky Pooj because he gave your son a jersey. And that was your answer, and that was your reasoning. So I, I had we were to do like a back I had to be the adult in the actual proper analyst and be like, Oh, you know what? All these number tens I play against in the East, they're all incredible. So yeah, this is my list. Bam, incredible. bam 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 okay. but gargs i also want to shout out um, i'm a huge homer i apologize you guys can Shocker. You, guys, you guys can crap on me all you want but um Nashville sc we have the least goals scored against us in the league walker zimmerman is obviously one of the best defenders in the league deserving all star uh joe willis our goalkeeper jack mayer uh both of them i think deserve the shout i you know i think that the the defenders that did make the all star team all of them are deserving in their own right, but to your to your point, Dan, mm-hmm. East first West would get these guys more opportunities. There would be more All Stars because there are snubs all the mm-hmm. time. There always are. So Jack and Joe Willis from Nashville SC. Yes, I'm a homer, but those guys are more you than are. deserving to be there.
2: You are. I'm, I'm getting really tired of you using this platform to just Stop. Get, Stop. get
1: brownie <laughs> points in the locker room. But I agree <laughs> do with I you. Ba- do I back it up or not with facts? <laughs> hey, listen, okay.
2: I, the only problem is I do agree with you. But hey, did you guys read that article? Kind of like the foul article. The most snubbed MLS player of all time.
1: Was it Alan Gordon in the All-Star Alan Game? Alan Gordon. <laughs> 15 years straight.
0: <laughs> Is this a footnote of that article? Not, not one All-Star Game. <laughs> it's in the fine
1: print. you got to read really
0: gold. far down past all the ads.
1: Gordo, yeah. Gordo, <laughs> Gordo, do you think if you were in the skills competition and any of these other guys were were using their weak foot uh, that you could win any of the competitions in the skills competition against them? Am like, now or in my prime? In your prime, the passing accuracy stuff, any of it.
2: That's so disrespectful. You know, as a <laughs> phenomenal... F- you know, I'm not even going to answer You know that. what I'd really like to see
0: at the All-Star game? <laughs> is I'd like to see uh, a 5v2 on I was going to say oh. Gordo would
1: be an elite 5v2 player. Gordo, that's, that was do. the that Gordo, was his you best. you may
0: be invited into the All-Star 5v2 game. And that's the nicest compliment I will probably ever give you. Um, but it's deserved. The guards... I, dude, when he Dex. first
1: got to Chicago, I was actually taking... My jaw was on the floor watching this guy play 5v2. For it was sure. A, he's a different player. He looked he like a Messi. Di- he
0: is a different player, and he also plays 75% of the time with a cup of coffee in his hand, which was even more impressive because he didn't <laughs> spill it, and he also had the balls to have his coffee out there, knowing that he was never going to go in the middle. And he very rarely went in the middle. True story.
1: True story. One time I saw him playing. I saw him doing a 5v2 rondo, and he did the Michael Jordan. He had his eyes closed for the entire entire (laughs) rondo. I was like, how is this guy seeing anything right now? It was
2: incredible. Oh, uh,
1: Gordo, it, Gordo, know, Gordo you, need to, you need to, you need to clip this. All right. This is the only time we're ever going to praise well, you for your great. actual skill on the field.
0: Gordo. Is there anybody at the all-star game that you are excited to see on the field? Have they released the roster yet? Uh, about a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to look hey, at it. By the way, the all-star Bring game push? is on Wednesday. Ricky Bush. Uh, I want to see
2: Ray, uh, my
0: boy Ricky Of course he boy. does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you: Is there any players in the league that you thought got snubbed? But that was clearly a question that you would not have an answer for. So hey, I'll hey, jump wanna, in. What about this guy Reynoso? Is he on the?
2: Is he on the squad?
1: That he's not on the squad. That's a great answer, Gordo. Too bad he's missed half the season because he was down. Yeah, he's only Argentina. played like
0: seven games, and I know, he showed but he's up. On
2: fi- he's on fire. I was just wondering. I wanted to, you asked me who I would want to see. <laughs> yeah, I answered the question. I would want to okay. see. Him. I think you know I love lefties and he. Gordo, is do nice. yourself,
1: Gordo, do yourself a favor. This guy is so nasty, Rangel. So go look at his late, latest assist for Minnesota and the latest saw, goal that I, they scored. Did you see I, his assist to Pookie? And then did you see the goalie scored against LAFC? Yes, probably. Probably the best team goal scored in MLS this year. Just Bro, so that, filthy. That,
0: I called that game, Dax. Um, his assist to Puki was one of the sharpest, quickest turns I've seen in a long time. Just, this guy's
1: class, man. Eyes you in know the back was good. Head. I, I
0: was, I was blown away I, in yeah. seeing it live.
2: It was, it was so good that he was literally five seconds ahead of every player on the back line. There's only one reason a forward gets that open. It's because no. it's a, you know, and, and you got to give a little credit with the timing of the run, right? He knows where he's going. But yes. to see him and play it that early was freaking ridiculous.
0: Dax, have you played Austin
1: yet? Not this year. I don't think we played them this year. We played them last year.
0: So the only other player that I was going to mention, well, th- th- I mean, there's plenty of, but what do you think of Danny Pereira? Uh, he's. Love him a special, special player. And I think that it's kind of shocking that he wasn't on the all-star game this year. Granted, Austin's not had a great year, but every time I've dude, every time I've seen him play, I'm blown away at how good he is Um, with his space, his cover, you know, the coverage is actually his, really kind of uh, importance in the attack, too, is pretty impressive, man.
1: I'm really glad you actually brought him up, Dan, because I think that you know the Major League Journeyman pod, we're not only going to be uh, positive towards Nashville SC players, we're positive towards all players, even (laughs) even young players. I want to blow these guys up. I want to make sure that people know our opinions on some of these up-and-coming young guys in the league. Danny Mm -hmm. Pereira, when we played against Austin, I was blown away by this guy.
0: He's he's incredible, He he has
1: everything. First of all, I think he's going to be in Europe within two years. And second of all, he's got everything to be a top D-mid in MLS for years to come if he wanted to stay. And if I'm Austin, I'm throwing a bag at this guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am locking him down to a long-term contract as soon as possible because I think that everything that they do in terms of their buildup, in terms of their high-pressing actions defensively – Everything that Josh Wolf wants to accomplish on the field and how they play, Danny Pereira is the perfect fit and I think he's young I think he's got a really bright future ahead of him I'm really actually happy you said that because last time we played against him um, you know I I, I I chatted with him a little bit after the game and I told him I thought he had a really bright future ahead of him, and he wanted to trade jerseys with me so I'm gonna grab my my Pereira jersey that I have somewhere up in mm-hmm. in the closet and we're going to throw it back on the wall here. We're going to get the jerseys back up there, and that's why I'm really glad you brought him up. But, yeah, I think this guy, very underrated. Uh, I, I think that he will be an all-star very soon or be in Europe.
2: That's yeah. pretty cool. That's a, that's, a, that's a cool feeling when, it, when a young player, uh, you know, game respects game, right? Dude, Gordo,
1: it was so cool.
2: Like yeah, I, that's like,
1: cool. When you're an old guy, like I got to tell you, it's hard to know if you play against these like young up and coming kids who you're like, man, that guy's going to be a stud. You know, it's, it's hard to know how much they followed MLS, you know, and and how much they know about MLS. And just that, you know, I, some people don't like trading jerseys. Some guys don't, don't ask for jerseys and and whatnot. But I I think I take it as a sign. Like if I'm trading with a friend of mine, a guy I used to play with great. But when a young guy asks you for your Jersey, I mean, it's such a cool, it's such a surreal feeling, you know, you're almost like, wow, like, this kid might, you know, might have watched me play back in the day when I could actually run and do some good yeah. things on the field, you know, and, it's, and it was it was a cool feeling, especially coming from a kid who I, I rate very highly.
2: Yeah, and and you know what, it's something that I've I've begin to realize after getting older, and you kind of go back into, you know, certain situations, whether it's an appearance or, and these kids are watching, and they were young when when you were in your prime, and. Um, I mean, you're still running around pretty good, but I mean, you, you've been playing for a long time These guys were three, four years old when you were (laughs) a rookie, right? (laughs) And so, and and they're, they're soccer lovers. I mean, the the kids that are really good in this country, if they're domestic us players, they're, they come from soccer families who live, die and breathe, you know, uh, the, the soccer. So they were watching. So that's a really really cool compliment because they they you know for him to do that he did it for a reason which is awesome
0: dax you got a couple all-stars on your roster in nashville but you played the big dogs of the eastern conference cincinnati and Mm. took a fat l um but it seemed well i'll let you talk about this because I would love to hear your opinion on the yellow cards, uh, ultimate red cards that change the complexion of the game. I really couldn't believe it watching it and, and seeing some of those calls, but you're on the field. Do you feel like, do you feel like the three to one result was reflective of the game?
1: Well, I think it was reflective of the game, you know, after we went down two men, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's very difficult to to hold on to a result. We were one-one going into the whatever it was sixty-fifth minute. Right. Um, it, it's very difficult to hang on to a result in against a really good team in their home stadium when you have eleven on eleven. It's yeah. What do you think of the environment? It's incredible. Cincinnati's yeah. done wonderful things. I. I it, it's almost. It, it almost. You know. It's almost hard to believe that Cincinnati was a three-time wooden spoon winner, back to back to back and you mm-hmm. look at them now it's it's almost like a totally different team it's almost like they won 3 wooden spoons in a row which is the worst team in the league with the worst record least amount of points yep. and then they just said all right we're going to be an expansion team all over again right yep. we're going to make the we're going to make we're going to make the right signings we're going to hire the right coach we're going to hire the right sporting director and now we're a new team again and it's actually night and day and now now that they have their new stadium they've got an unbelievable training facility i've heard um, and it's just their training made, facility
0: is, is really nice as well. They, they've
1: yep. gotten every single big decision, right? I think for the last like two or three years. And it started with bringing in Lucho Acosta, who we talked about on the last pod, easily one of the best tens in MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything they do goes through him. Pat Noonan is, is, you know, pulling all the right strings, pushing all the right buttons. So look full, full credit to Cincinnati. I think we're developing a really nice rivalry with them. I think it's, it starts on the field. I think it, it kind of spills over into off the field. There's good banter. Uh, in a mutual respect, I think, between our fan bases. It was a rough week for us at, at Nashville SC, right? We we had three games. Um, we had Chicago away, uh, Philly at home, ending with Cincinnati away, and we lost all three. And in the Philly and Cincinnati games, um, I actually thought we played pretty well in both of those games. But we are, you know, right now at a point where we're just beating ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we aren't allowing these really good teams to step on the field and play us off the pitch, right? And it's just, we're beating ourselves. And look, guys, I could talk about the refs. I think at the risk of making excuses, I don't want to go there because I can't, there's nothing for me to gain from that, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think people watch the game. They can see, they can make their opinion about the referees one way or the other. But for me, I think you guys will agree with this statement I'm about to make the calls that you don't get in one game usually even out in other games. So, look, we went on a 10-game unbeaten run earlier this year. We were probably getting some pretty fortunate calls going our way, right? If I look back at the games and you say, all right, well, on the balance of refereeing decisions, maybe we got more good ones than bad ones. The last couple games, I think we've gotten more bad ones than good ones, but that's not the reason why we lost the games. We have lost our composure in the last two games, and we've shot ourselves in the foot, and we've beaten ourselves. So... Could you ask questions about some of the yellow cards handed out? Sure. But at the end of the day, we are a veteran team. We're more experienced than that. We know better. And look, when the margins are really thin, and you guys know they are against the top teams, right? Philly's a top team. Cincinnati's a top team. When the margins are thin and the game is in the balance and it can teeter one way or the other, we didn't finish a multitude of chances against Philly. That's what hurt us, right? Against Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, you know, we, we went down two men. And when we had a result in, in our hands against the league leaders, and that's the reason why we lost, not the referees. And so uh, I'm not worried. I know that we've had a little bit of a tough run here, but I have full faith in our team to to use this League's Cup break, which actually comes at a great time for us, to get healthy, regroup, get Anibal Godoy back from the Gold Cup, and I think we're going to be be okay and make a good run here at the end of the year. Why didn't Schaffelberg start? Not sure. I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I think that... He's Dude, been I really, such a I really i think like he's him. been he's a good player man he's been he's been so electric for us, and I think that we have a lot of good options when it comes to rotating our attacking players um and I think that he is excellent when he starts games for us I think he's excellent when he comes off the bench for us because if you're a defender gargs you're 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 a right back you know you're you're playing you're in the sixty right yes he's yeah. a guy he's a kid who scored uh against the u s but yeah. The last thing you want to see in the 65th minute as a, as a right back who might be a little bit winded is Jacob Schaffelberg coming on for to be sure. able to run at you for 25 minutes. Yeah. So I, I think he's one of the fastest players in the league. And so whether he starts or comes off the bench, I think he's good and I think he's dangerous. And I think he gives us a, a different element in a different dimension. So um, he's young. Uh, he's he's eager to learn and eager to get better and eager to improve. Uh, and he's another—he's another guy who I think is going to be a, a very crucial part of our stretch run here at the end of the season.
0: How was um, how was Bupenza?
1: He was good. It was tough to say though. We were down two men at that point. So right. look, he, he looks like a good player. He looks like he has an absolute cannon of a left foot. Uh, Dude, he, I saw
0: that one pill he, drove, that he hit yeah, from he like was, 40 out. He
1: hit one from like 30 or 40 out that stung the palms of Joe Willis. Um, but yeah, look, I, I don't have
0: stung the Do You
1: Willis. like that? Do, hey, I'll let you, I'll let you have that one for the next time you call a game. All right. Oh my um, gosh. I think, I, I think that, it would be foolish of me, especially seeing the moves that, um, that Chris Albright has been able to make for Cincinnati. It'd be foolish of me to say that, you know, this guy's not going to be a very good player for them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that his judgment has been very good in the past in terms of recruitment. Uh, and he scored on his debut. So, uh, you know, what can you say? The guy's one for one, <laughs> but again, let's, I think there needs to be a caveat that the game was crazy open. We were down two players. We were actually pushing forward, trying to get an equalizer down two men and. Uh, shout out to my guy sean davis there were a few plays there where he was like a free safety back there cincinnati's mm. running at him like 3v1 and he's just retreating yeah. all the way back to the goal so <laughs> it was it, it's been a tough week for us no question but uh i'm excited about the last couple games of the season man i'm I'm excited to attack these games and see uh and see where we end up in the final what's up final next standings. for you guys for nashville leagues cup we got we got we have colorado and i believe Toluca. and going out to colorado big guy we got Le- no, no, no. They're coming here, baby. We because of our because of our success last year, we get to host the the two games, which is great. So, uh, uh, honestly, Gargs, I haven't looked past League's Cup. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to focus on you know winning this competition. Hopefully, we go for it. I think it'll be an interesting, fun competition. Uh, something that. Uh, hopefully'll be a success for MLS and and after that we'll uh, I think we have 10 games left we'll attack those 10 games after league's Cup
0: I know for a fact that you have looked a little bit past league's cups because Uh-oh. you got uh, where are you going on August 30th there's I, I,
1: yeah 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 good point we I, I, we have looked past League's Cup we got inter Miami on the docket.
0: Inner Miami on the docket and the has GOAT. Has there been
1: any news surrounding Inner Miami
0: <laughs> recently? I don't know. There's been a lot of rainstorms. The, the GOAT has officially <laughs> arrived. Um, did you guys watch the unveiling last night? Did you? I know was for a fact last, Gordo last didn't. Okay, so, I've <laughs> seen a
2: bunch of Instagram clips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it partial. We, that's partial credit. More um, uh, than really uncomfortable. Get to, dude, before we get to Messi, um, what about Busquets? It, big deal... Small deal, medium deal, Gordo. What do you? What's your thought on on bringing him in?
2: Man, i i, I have I have my gut instinct, um, but this I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut. Okay, good. I when have you he, ever not? Know, this, this this my gut's getting a lot bigger, by the way. Um, <laughs> you have a lot more in that gut. now. That's right. That's right. So I, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I don't even this goes without being said, but I'm gonna say it anyway. This guy is one of the most decorated, phenomenal. I don't know how he does it. He, you know, nobody knows how he does it, but he's one of the he's the smart he's the smartest guy in the field. That's how he does it. But he's been surrounded by a great team his entire career. He's played for Barcelona or, or Spain his entire career. Yeah. So he can do that job really, really, really well. What I've seen from players that come from big teams, and we're phenomenal, a little bit older, played with a few of them, watched a few others. Mm -hmm. It's not the same league. It's not the same team. So I think that he will expose. He will will leave Miami very, very exposed because here's the difference. He is going to have to cover a ton of ground. He's going to have to defend more than he's ever defended in his entire career. Is he? Barcelona is built to keep the ball and they used to win it back real fast. And he was good at that. But in the MLS, you go through stretches, you go, you travel, you travel somewhere. It's hot as hell. And you have to, you have to, and he can do the running or whatever, but I just think he's very, he's very slow. And I think that he will, he will make it a lot more difficult for Miami to regain control of the ball. And I think that he will leave them a little exposed. Gordo, he, you were you them, were on that galaxy
0: Barca. team when we played Barca, right? Yes. Did you see? Do you remember seeing Busquets? Yes, he's phenomenal. Dude, he was he. I mean, for me, he was the best player that I've ever seen live on the same field. He was incredible. He will do
2: great. He will do great in that aspect when they Garks. have the ball. Gordo,
1: this is this is usually I just disagree with Gordo. He's right and he's wrong. Okay. In the right. same time, okay, so. Gordo's right that physically, pure. If we're talking pure, like physically running around the field, winning tackles, covering distance, Busquets—that's not the player that he is anymore. And mm-hmm. it, to a certain extent, he was never that player. But yeah, I was he was gonna fit, say, That wasn't but, but really his thing. It wasn't, but but he could do it right, and that's that is not going to be his thing. But he Gordo's wrong because. That's not Busquets' concern. That is Tata Martino's number mm-hmm. one issue and number one concern is how do I set a team up around generational Busquets is a generational talent. One of the best defensive midfielders to ever live and to ever play the game. And the Absolutely. reason he the reason he is considered that is because of the system. That he was in at Barcelona, which just accentuated all his strengths and it hid all of his weaknesses, which he doesn't have many, by the way. And we Man. said
2: this, and we said this about Messi in the same exact context.
1: They're one and the same. They're one. So, so right. they're not one and the same. But in terms of how Tata Martino sets this team up, that is going to be the difference between this team being unstoppable and this team being loose. They right, they have to surround. He'll... They have to they they have to surround these guys with runners and with workers. Yes. Yes, and for sure, it's funny. It's yes. funny because it's a little bit of a catch 22. Right. You want to surround these guys with workers and runners and guys that are going to fight and claw to win the ball back so that Messi and Busquets can do their thing. But Messi and Busquets also thrive with players who technically have to be proficient. Right. Messi has so need to be all the best
2: players. <laughs> they do that, but that's don't, they don't they don't need don't. them
1: but that is how you get a team to function in a in a way that is going to be successful right and so you can have messi and busquets on the field and jordi alba and all these players who want to play tiki taka but if you're not going to be able to to have guys work their butts off and win the ball back and defend because i can tell you one thing messi will not defend right now and he shouldn't they, if if they have if inter miami if tata martino thinks that he's going to be telling T- talking tactics of defensive principles with Messi. No, I think he's not going to
0: happen for sure. It's Args, kind of the Dargs same. It's, and it's, and kind of, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's kind of the mm-hmm. same with it's kind of the same with Busquets. He's going to obviously play a little bit more of an integral role. But look, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to play. But yeah. if I'm thinking about it logically, you have to set the team up with three center backs and two other midfielders in the middle of the park to run for Busquets. You mm-hmm. know, you need you need a Gattuso type of player next to him. Obviously, not Gattuso, but you need someone who's going to be winning tackles. and a duels. Dog. Exactly. You need a dog in there. You need a uh, Marcelo Sarvas in there. You need a Juninho in there, like you guys had, your great mm-hmm. uh, LA Galaxy teams. You need one of those guys in there to help him. And then with Messi, he he's going to need players around him in the attacking half of the field that are going to be able to, to help him combine and create chances and score goals. So, yeah, yeah I, I think Gordo's right and wrong. That's pretty impressive, yeah. Gordo. Congratulations. I mean, it's, a, it's a
2: good problem for him to have, but it's hard to solve. It is, really it is a hard problem, problem to
1: solve. Yeah, pretty but
2: here's hard. the thing.
0: Here's the thing. We're talking about, arguably, in my opinion, the best manager that's ever been in Major League Soccer in Tata Martino.
1: Ooh, that's spicy. Ooh, uh, okay. God, that's wow. so spicy. Hot take. That's Hot fine. Take.
0: Um, one, he's already managed these guys. Two, he knows the league. He knows the league inside and out, and he did some pretty impressive stuff in a very short amount of time not being involved in the league. And everybody that you talk to that has played for Tata Martino in this league will tell you the same thing, absolutely blown away by his tactical understanding and his uh, just ability to communicate the way that the game is going to unfold and the way that these results are going to shape out. And I, I, I personally, so I called Atlanta for those four years that he was there, he, dude, he would tell you how the game was going to happen before the game happened, and and it was spot on, almost, almost eerie. And and he was he is that he is that good. So yes, you're right. He's okay, gonna have Garbs, to figure out. Okay, guards, can I ask
1: you a question? Because you are the Atlanta United expert here. Yeah. Tata yeah. Martino, Tata Martino in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Tata Martino in Miami. The defensive principles that made Atlanta United so successful. What mm-hmm. what were they in Atlanta?
0: Oh, they do. They worked, and they had. Press. They worked, and
1: did they? And did they press the opposition into submission every time they lost the ball?
0: Um, Miguel Miguel well, Almiron,
1: Miguel Almiron, one of the best yeah. number tens that this league has ever seen yeah, in the right. fulcrum for what, everything Atlanta did well. Yeah. What was What was one of like the key principles that made him so successful? Well, he, he ran. Yeah, ran well, of course, he ran like like crazy. crazy.
0: But Dax, they also had Joseph Martinez, who did no defensive work. Who was already on the field, and I, they f- and he figured out ways. None. Joseph did, did no
1: defensive work. Joseph no, no.
0: did not no defense. Zero defensive work. I agree. He was incredible, and as soon That's as the ball forward. turned over, he went from zero to a hundred. But he did not do any defensive work, and now you could potentially have okay, him so and you, Messi on the field. Which okay, is, so. It, so it's going to be its that's, own that's thing. That's my
1: point. My point and is... And they had a
2: Lorenowitz who would just run and defend. And give uh-huh. up. So I think the that
1: it's fair to to talk about Tata Martino like that, 100%. But you, we're, we're talking apples and oranges here in terms of personnel. Messi is not going to be your striker. Agreed. No, it's, so listen, he's, Inter-Miami he's not, is not Atlanta United. He's, he's agree, not going, but, He's not going to be your nine. He's going to be your... He's going, he's going to be an attacking player somewhere. I don't know where you put him. You just put him in the middle of the field. You drop him in there and Messi, say, hey, do your thing. Put him in yeah. the country. I think you're okay sure. with it. At exactly. least I am. But the, the difference for me is that Inter-Miami is going to score a boatload of goals with Messi on the field. There is zero doubt about that how mm-hmm. how many goals they concede that is going to be the difference between success and failure so yep. i'd be curious to know and see they what top 10 does. they still have a lot of work
0: right like they still have a lot of yeah. work in roster construction it's i don't think it's going to happen this year no, i don't think this, this year's know a wash this, this year.
1: year this year's a wash
0: but I, I would if I'm a betting man, I'm gonna bet on Messi and Tata Martino and them figuring it out and being being pretty successful while they're can here. Can I uh you, can
1: I change gears here a bit before we move off the Messi talk and tell you guys yeah, a fun of course. a fun little nugget? You know, you know how I'll take any moment to uh to talk about my wife uh in a fun, positive light. But um <laughs> you know, my my wife, Jen, she's she's been extremely supportive my whole career. You know, she's she she'll come to every home game, she'll be uh She'll be there on the sidelines with the boys. Uh, you know, she's made a couple fun trips every now and then to visit some girlfriends. And if we happen to be playing in L.A. or, you know, wherever it may be in New York, you know, she'd make the trip up. She'd come to the game. She'd enjoy herself. Well, fast forward. Let's rewind a couple weeks back when uh, when when Inter-Miami makes the, uh, the announcement that Messi's going to Miami. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. August 30th. Great. We get to go there and play them. Jen had talked about, you know, going down to Miami. I've got some family in Fort Lauderdale. I've got, you know, my parents are in Orlando. I've got some family that live down in in Miami. And, you know, we were talking about her going down and, you know, maybe staying with my cousin who lives down there. My parents coming down and they could go to the game. And I was like, oh, that's great. A couple weeks ago, I find out that uh, she is going down to Miami, but not to stay with my cousin. Cause her and a couple of the other uh, wives and girlfriends on the team have decided to make a girls trip out of it, and (laughs) they're gonna come down just to watch the game against Inter Miami and have a nice little girls trip down in Miami. And I, uh, I I have, I have my mortgage that Gordo provided me with this beautiful house I'm in uh, (laughs) that says that her and the girls would not be making the trip down if Leo Messi, if one Leo Messi wasn't there. So uh, shout out to shout out to Leo. You know, he got my wife down to uh, to for bringing
0: women to to Miami all all across the country, all across the country.
1: (laughs) But specifically, a lot of women from Nashville on August 30th in the stadium.
0: It's usually the opposite direction. Most women are heading to Nashville. Now you're telling me that they're leaving Nashville on their way out. I, uh, I tell,
1: hey, I, I, I told Jen, you know, if she wanted to see Messi so bad at some point, you know, I could have taken her on a nice little vacation to, to Paris great. or to Barcelona, but she, she had a sneaking suspicion he'd be in Miami eventually. So that's mm-hmm. great.
0: You, uh, so, all right. Uh, feet to the fire. Does Messi win an MLS cup here in his time? Oh, gargs. No. Yes or no? hundred percent. No. hundred percent. No. That's all, yes, that's he does limited odds. He's got I think two. He does. He's got two years, dude. They're not going
2: to. You already said they're not going to do it this year. They're going to. And he's got two like, years after
0: that. So this uh, year plus two, right? the rest plus of this, two? This the rest of this season plus two. Uh, I mean,
1: anything's no. Possible. He, uh, Gordo already said no. Uh, uh, I say um, I say yes. He does. He said hundred percent. No. Vegas odds
2: are. <laughs> Vegas odds are not good. Okay, I, that. Agree the, right I, now, I agree you're with, you're with the I agree with the Vegas odds, odds being
1: low, but I think he I think he does it. I just there's no reason to doubt this guy. And anything that he does and yes, he's older. Yes. 8 months ago or however long ago, 6 months ago, guy won the World Cup and he was the best player at the World Cup. So, we're not yeah. talking about we're not talking about a normal designated player. We're not talking about a normal we're not talking about a normal guy here. We're talking about human. We're talking about the greatest player of all time who, oh, by the way, um the amount of young up and coming south american players that are going to want to come here and play with him and by the way mls i got news for you there's going to be some rule changes if i was a betting man i would bet on some rule changes here coming up in the next year like, you, can't, you can
2: you cannot absolutely not foul messi no you can't I, look him in the eye you, you cannot look him in the <laughs> eye <Here we> <laughs> <laughs> exactly if you look at him it's a penalty yellow card if you look <laughs> yeah. at him, Dude, so right the first time
0: the first time i saw beckham on the field um i was it was probably the only time where I was like, whoa, that's David Beckham. And a ball got played in between the two of us. And I got to it first and he slid through two feet studs up and (laughs) looked to break both of my legs. And I turned around and I was like, what the, and I was furious, like pissed. And my, it went like this, like starstruck for two seconds. And then he tried to take me out, and I went immediately back into, like, battle mode. And I'm wondering, Dax, have you thought about that moment of, of seeing Messi on the field yet? Like, has has that crossed your mind? Are you guys talking about that at all? Because I, I think it does play into the expectations of whether or not he'll win an MLS Cup.
1: All of us have played against Messi, right? I haven't. Never. You haven't? But I have thought about that, Gargs. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's 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 going to be surreal because this is a guy who I have always considered the greatest of all time. And mm-hmm. when you put it in perspective, like the amount of players that I've watched play, the amount of players that have played professional soccer, the amount of high-level games that I've been able to not just take part in, but watch as well overseas in Europe and South America. Yep. The fact that we're talking about the guy the we're not even talking about like the 0.001%. We're talking about like the 0.00000... Statman Jack can get on that. But like we are talking about the best of the best, right? The best player that's ever put up a, a pair of boots on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy and kind of surreal. And as a player, you pride yourself on like being professional, not getting a little bit overawed by the moment. But I can't help that, but feel like there will be a small part of me that when we are in Miami... Whether I'm starting or coming off the bench, whether I even step on the field, that won't be like, you know, the greatest player, in my opinion, that's ever graced the soccer field is 10 feet away from me and playing in MLS. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a a pinch me moment for sure. And I think it will play into like, if I'm playing against him, am I gonna like, am I gonna wanna go into a hard tackle with this guy? Like, am I, I don't wanna be the guy that like, is like, hey, I might have stepped on Messi's foot and hurt his toe, you know what I mean? I, I think that does play into it a little bit. There would be a massive respect factor.
0: Were you on the team, Gordo? Were you on the team with Beckham? I think you were when Adrian. When Adrian Syria? No, when Adrian Syria? Tried to I, break Beckham in half. I was with, on Dallas was,
1: at. I was on Dallas at that point.
0: Yeah. And, so were you on? Were you on that field, Gordo, or yeah. were you there? Do I was you remember, on the field. Do you remember that?
1: Uh, vaguely, like okay. Okay. Else. Okay. Funny enough, um, Dan. Dan, I just watched a clip of that maybe like a week ago.
0: Okay, so so the athletic... It was in Dallas, right, Dax? It was in Dallas. Yeah, they just put that I, I, article out.
2: I I, I, grabbed, I grabbed Beckham right away because he wa- he was going after him. Um, yeah, he was. So I'm, I'm in that clip holding him back. And so he was, do you... He lost his freaking
0: mind. It's always yeah, about Gordo. For me, Serie is an idiot for doing that, personally. That's my personal opinion. But do you think that the league needs to take a different approach with Messi in the way that he's either protected or the game is called around him. Yeah, you know, Athletic put that article about, you know, the Jordan rules like you can't touch him whatever. Do you feel like he needs that attention or do you think uh, that do you think that players are smart enough to manage the game and be respectful of of his legacy but also of of managing themselves?
2: I, I, yeah, I think naturally the refs are going to call it in favor of Messi. Okay. If if you watch it's going to be a natural it's going to be a natural move for them. I, I think it would be. I think it would be a shame if they put some kind of rule in, uh, unless something got. You know, unless this guy started. They're not, to get
1: they're off not all changing moves. the the rules of soccer to protect no, him on the they're field. They're, but right, it's not right, going to be Bordo. official. They're going to they're going to protect him more than they have protected any yes, other player. Yes, yes, they will. That's natural. And they should. They should.
2: Yes, they should. They should? You because think they should? The league, yes, of the course they defending. should. And I'm
1: not talking about I'm not talking about calling fouls that aren't there. I'm not talking about and by the way, Messi's never been a diver, but if he was, I'm not talking about calling his dives. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. yes, of course he should be protected. This is this is such a massive moment for the game in this country. And by the yeah. way, for as big as David was for MLS, this is that's apples and oranges comparing these two, especially as players. David was always up for a scrap, and you guys yeah. could probably speak to that more so than me. He was the, yeah. sometimes he was the one like to your he point. And, awesome. Sometimes yeah, he was, he was he the one was instigating, the instigating for sure. and dishing out punishment. Right? Yep. Messi isn't that guy, and he never was, and he never will be. So yes, when Messi's on the field, when he's on the ball, when he gets fouled, even if it's a small foul, big foul, whatever it is, he needs to be protected because ultimately the investment that major league soccer is making in Messi is a big one. And, and by the way, as even as competing against him, right? I want to compete against the best. I don't want some goon flying into a horrible tackle on him to send a message and putting this guy out for months. I don't want that. I want to play against the best. I want to be able to say that I played against the best and beat the best. If that were to happen, right? Like, well, I want him on the field.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, if you watch Messi, Messi has one of his one of his pieces of brilliance, and what the what the X factor is. You can't you can hardly get close enough to this guy to injure him because he's so he's so fast, yeah. and he makes a move, and he's he's already getting rid of the ball before a, a nasty tackle comes through. And yeah. he's been playing for twenty years, and he's been able to avoid big big tackles even if he does even when he doesn't dive. Some some random dad was like, hey, this weekend. is like, hey, what do you think about Messi?" I was like, yeah, it's great. He's like, he's like uh, yeah, he's always dove a little bit too much for me. I was like, okay. Just he's
1: ridiculous. No it's I mean, just it's just like, this guy, no, that, guy yeah, doesn't know, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't uh, know,
0: like, he, he's okay, so you're an idiot. For, like, Thanks for letting me know through. before we Thanks have the the this conversation. Thanks for letting me know that you have absolutely no idea what <laughs> I'm talking
2: right. about. Okay, this
1: like, conversation's over. See you later. How do you think they should handle it, Dan?
0: I think that what you guys, are, I agree with what you're saying. I think it's its really tough to get anywhere near him to begin with. And I don't think that we're, this league is in the same place as when it was with um, with Beckham's arrival. So well, I, I you
2: think, don't think Troy Dayak is out there just looking
0: to <laughs> rap people? Up. That's your
1: boy, is, dude. Is, is, is there a Dima Kovalenko <laughs> waiting in the wings? Dude, anytime
0: it's Gordo not, needs needs to bring up a player from the past, it's just an absolute hatchet. He goes right <laughs> oh to God. Troy Dayak. <laughs> it's oh crazy
1: because Troy Dayak probably listened to our last pod and was like, yeah, you know, the, the player who fouls the most guys per minute <laughs> on the field played is Alan Gordon, so pot it, meat, meat. <laughs> kettle.
0: <laughs> um, no, I I think I don't know. I, I think you guys are probably right. Obviously, nothing's ever going to be official, but you're protecting an investment number one. But I do think that it it does tend to skew towards a competitive advantage for Miami, but they're paying for that, right? They're paying a lot of money. It, it's uh, that part of it is an inter- interesting part of it because you know, you're, you're seeing, I think, um, professional sports and entertainment probably change in a, in a way that's never been really in its past. You know, like this guy has a piece of everything that's going to happen from television to jerseys, to sales, to ownership. And he's, you know, walking amongst the, the mortal like, like us. Um,
1: god i'd love to get a peek behind the curtains at that contract and not even for the money factor just for like the convoluted complicated nature that i I wonder how many lawyers had to work on this contract honestly
0: oh Oh, my gosh Uh, i don't think there's you
1: guys do you guys think there's ever been a contract like this in professional sports history no that's what i'm saying there definitely
0: has not i mean and beckham's was probably the closest thing to it being able to buy into the league at at and this Yeah.
2: yeah Yeah, probably and 5. they had 0. to get
0: more creative with that yeah. on, on what this is. It, I think he wins a cup, though. I do think that. I think he wins a cup probably, definitely not this year and probably not next year, but that third year when the roster is completely shaped to fit Leo and if Busquets is still playing um, and adding. That's however, the fun part however many other zillion dollars that they're going to put into this league from now until then. I think that's why
1: it's such an interesting question because it's like a race against time. You just don't know when these guys, first of all, I think Messi and Busquets are super professional and I don't think there's a question of them being motivated. Like I don't think they're Mm going to mail it in, but I, I think it's just a question of like, these two have played at the peak 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 performance of this sport for like going on 18, 19 years now at what point is their body just going to tell them that like hey i'm not doing it anymore so that for me is the biggest question mark is just how fast can they put the roster together around them that will allow them to shine before their bodies say nope we're done well
2: they're going to they're going to give it everything they got they, there's no stopping now and you know true. they're going to I mean, and they've been known to break rules, uh, roster (laughs) rules.
1: Well, what I was
0: going to say, yeah, Miami, what I was going to say, though, is the one thing that's always consistent with Major League Soccer is that the rules change every single year. And and that's the most consistent thing that we know. The rules
1: will be changing. I know the rules will be changing.
2: Will they make a rule to help them out? The, the no, old what are
1: you talking about? they No, gonna, in, term, in they're, terms, in terms of, going that, to ma- I think they're going to make a rule that benefits the whole league. But yes, it's going to help Miami out. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. you're right, Gordo. You're right.
0: Sal- salary adjustments, and yeah. that that will that will definitely happen. Yeah. All right, that's enough for today. I'm interested to see which one of your teammates, Dax, is the first to run up to Lionel Messi to steal his jersey. My money's on you. But my money's on you having a side deal before the game starts with their kit man and a secret little yes, no, maybe note heading into the Miami locker room. And I'm not going to give an opportunity to respond to that. We'll see what happens in August.